everyone, welcome to another episode of Horror Haven Podcast. I'm Sierra. I'm Dylan. I'm Erica. And this week we're going to be talking about Jeepers Creepers and Jeepers Creepers 2. I haven't seen a car in 50 miles. You know what I just thought of, right? Kenny and Darla. You believe that story? That they had to go looking for her head? They only found the car. They never found her head. What's he doing? What the hell is that? He dumped something down that pipe. Wrapped in a sheet. Is this your idea of a little adventure? I'm just gonna look. Hello? You know the part in scary movies where somebody does something really stupid and everybody hates them for it? This is it. Every 23rd spring, for 23 days, it gets to eat. Eat. What the hell is that thing? It's stuck in reverse! He must have five, maybe six hundred bodies down there. You've got something it likes, one of you. I texted my mom about cannibalism last night. <laughs> Is this on? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jeepers Creepers was released on August 31st, 2001. It's directed by Victor Salva, aka Scum of the Earth. And it's starring Gina Phillips as Trish and Justin Long as her brother Derry. Uh, this movie follows them on a road trip, I want to say back home from spring break, um, and it follows them as they they are being followed by this massive, weird truck that's pretty much, I don't even know how to put it, not following them, but like literally trying to hit them. Tailgating Tail, like a Yeah, tailgating like a motherfucker. And uh, they end up getting away from this truck, but they later see the man from the truck dumping something into a well by an old church. And they pretty much discover that he has this underground tomb of corpses under the basement of a church. And it just turns into a night of survival with these, with this set of siblings. This movie for me, I, I think it's a great film and I think that it's very underrated for what it is. And I've gone on about it a lot to Dylan and he had never really seen it, right? I've seen bits like, and, bits like, and I've pieces, seen but never, all like, of it. throughout. Yeah, I've seen all of it, but I've never sat down and watched it consecutively. I, I Like, I saw... So, for me, this movie, like, I feel like the first third of it is very strong. And I really like the tone of the first third of the movie. The bits and pieces that I had seen were never the first part of it. I had seen from, like, the middle on the first time I watched it, and it just wasn't my kind of movie. So, going back and watching the beginning... I loved it because it had such a suspenseful tone. And I know, Erica, you said it, like, gives you hardcore no, anxiety. First, the first, like, what would you say? Like, the first 45 minutes of the movie? I, I would wager to say about, like, the first 45 minutes of this movie. And I, I remember I remember seeing it when I was younger and, and watching it with friends and stuff like that. And the first 45 minutes of this movie absolutely give me like true anxiety and I I don't know why it's just like it's one of those things and I think that's why I this is this is a movie that I really do enjoy I've, I've seen it a bunch of times and I really like it but I am definitely in agreement with Dylan on it that the first 
part of this movie is so, so strong. Mm-hmm. And then it, it kind of gets out. into this supernatural thing, which still could have been strong. I, 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 and I'll touch base on that, uh, as we get going in, into this, but I, it kind of fizzled out for me. I feel like the part that lost me was when it first shows him with the wings. When the wings come out, I was like, all right, this is getting a little kind of... See, kinda... for me, the first time I saw this movie, I didn't see it in its entirety. The first time I saw it, it was I was I think it was the year it came out, actually, because I was really young, and I saw the end of it. So I saw him with wings before I saw him, like, not mm. as that creature, you know? So for me, I already expected it. So I, I guess it didn't really bother me all that much, but I think it's kind of cool because it did take a really, really unexpected turn halfway through, you know? Like, the beginning could have just been a murderer, Mm-hmm. It could have been any Texas Chainsaw Massacre-like killer. But it wasn't. And, and I think that made it a little interesting. Now, supernatural horror isn't generally my favorite. And I wouldn't say that this is a favorite movie of mine. I, I do like it a lot. I think it's really fun. Um, Justin Long kills in it. But I love him in general. <laughs> so that's, that's biased. But... Um, uh, I, I just think it has, like, a really fun vibe. And like Erica said, touching on that, um, the buildup of it does. It is it is uh, really suspenseful, and it's, you know, what, why is this guy chasing them? Why is he trying to hurt them? You know, it, it, there's really no explanation until you find out that he's not human. He's some sort of creature. And I think the story behind the creature is really interesting, which I feel like you get a little bit more in-depth with it in the second one. I think they bring it up a little bit more, but I don't want to go too far into that yet. Um, I just think, I think all in all, it's an interesting movie. It's not the greatest horror movie out there, but I definitely think that it's, it's great. I feel like I probably would have liked it a little bit more if it was a killer, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre type thing, because that was creepy. Like, I feel like a lot of the shots made, made it creepy. Like, the part where they're driving and you just see, like the back of the creature and he's throwing the body down the pipe like it's such a great shot because it's it's creepy it's weird to see and then one scene that stood out specifically to me too is when justin long falls down the pipe and it's like everything is black and it's just like this circle it's of literally around framed him. on him yeah i think what interests me the most about this movie is the following that it has because i feel like it wasn't really there were so many other horror movies that came out and this movie has such a great like a big following you know i I actually feel like it doesn't have that. Like, I, I never realized, let's put it that way, I never realized how big of a following it is. And then, like, every week lately we've been posting, like, what are your reviews? How do you feel about these movies? And this movie exploded our Instagram. Like, we've gotten so yeah. many yeah. so many reviews. And a really awesome one, um, I might look at the username later and give you a shout-out because you always comment on um, our poster review thing and you always kill it. But, um, you know, a lot of people are giving feedback and they're not even just talking to us. They're talking to other people in the comments and they're really getting passionate about this specific movie. Well, not even that. Like, I, I knew that there was a lot of, like, following with this movie, especially because they're working on the third one the right third now. The third one, yeah. And there's so many people that are so excited for this. And, then, like, to give an example, like, Wrong Turn came out around this time. And the sequels really aren't that great. And... You know, you hear, like, oh, new wrong turn coming out. And to me, at this point, it's kind of just like, oh, you know, whatever. But, like, Jeepers Creepers, everybody explodes. Like, they're waiting so eagerly for this new movie. And I think it's interesting to see, with a more modern movie, that kind of, like, following to it. 
And I think that that's because it's got, it, it is a very unique story, mm-hmm. uh, especially like in, in the horror genre. It is a very unique storyline. And I think also too, because you, you have to think it's, it came out in 2001. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of coming out of that, that era of scream in the ring. Yeah. So it's, you, you know, it, these are like, the ring was very like angry spirits and, it's very, you very know, funny. and then scream was like your slasher. So it's mm-hmm. like, this is somewhere in between. Yeah. And it's just like, well, I think what's cool about it is it, ha- I feel like, see, for me, I break this movie up into three parts. The first third of it, I look at it as like a slasher, like a killer. The second part I look at as like a very cheesy movie, especially where they go to like the lady's house with the cats and everything. Like it's a very like cheesy, almost I'd say like 80s feel to it. And then the third part is very much horror, but it's like creature horror. Mm-hmm. So you have these three different styles of horror all, all in one movie. In the one. Yeah. The the second or not the second, the third part of the movie while I would say I didn't like it as much as the first part, it did have those creepy moments. When they go down into the jail cell and the creature's, like, hunched over the body and it's just... It's a very creepy shot. When he climbs the walls, too. Like, mm-hmm. that's... It's eerie. And that that goes... I've touched base on the fact that I don't really care for things that move, like, mechanically. Like, yeah. that, that gives me the willies. Um, I feel, too, that the... a lot Like, with the, the following that this movie has, it's actually really shocking, too, especially knowing more information about the background of the person who created this movie. See, I didn't... All right, so I don't want to go too much into it. No, I don't it. want to um, talk about if it anybody's, If anybody doesn't know, I mean, do a quick Google search on... What's the guy's name? Um, Victor Salva. Victor Salva. You'll find out, like, the whole story with him. He's a but, really disgusting human. Yeah, but, I mean, I wanted to touch on the movies because it is a good movie, and... There are so many other people that were involved with making this movie that I feel like I wouldn't want to not shed light on everybody else involved just because of one person. Well, I wasn't saying that in, like, my opinion. What I'm saying is that I know that a lot of people will drop a movie for that reason. I I, I also understand that completely. Like, you don't want to support a human that is like that. Uh, And I get that, too. And and I don't support that at all. Um, it's It's just one of those things where I'm actually surprised that people are as... Well, there are people that are angry about it. Like, the third one, a lot of people are boycotting and, like, saying, like, don't go see this movie, don't yeah. support this person, which I can I can understand why, but the same thing. Like, there's other people that are involved that I wouldn't I boycott the movie yeah, just for that I think Yeah, I, I don't think that guy should be around to be making movies, but, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think, all in all, this is a really solid movie, and like Dylan had said, is that there are different aspects of horror in it, but throughout there is horror. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter whether it's supernatural old school slasher style or a cheesy slasher style you know they they do keep it within the whole movie there is scary aspects to the whole thing and uh, i think a really important thing that we haven't discussed yet is the look of the creature now this movie was not the best with all of its special effects and makeup it wasn't the greatest all the way around but the creature itself i feel was a very successful design absolutely uh, as soon as you see him, and even before you see his face, when you see him dumping what looks to be a body in the well, you're the like, oh shit, that's trench, the Undertaker. The, <laughs> yeah, the long trench, the boots, the hat, it's creepy. And the truck, like going as far as into truck, which I was really sad with the second one when that wasn't there, but we'll talk about that later. Like every aspect I just felt was so well thought out and and just just really, really 
like it's, it's, it was just well thought out and, it, and it, you know i like the creature's design um i think the part that stands out to most to me with his design is the very end when they have like the standoff between him and the cops and like the his the, hood. like the spiked hood, yeah. lizard looking shit comes out of his neck that's the thing, though, too, is I, I feel like it's a very confusing creature to look at because, to me, when you look at him directly, he doesn't look reptilian to me. He gave me a very... He looks alienish. But he gave me a very Jersey Devil vibe when yeah. he, like, took flight and his the way his feet were. Mm-hmm. And, like, so, like, he... His feet were very much, like, um like a wolf or, like, a bear. Mm-hmm. And they even... They, they kind of touch base on that a little bit more in the second one. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had, like, these claws, so he was kind of, like, a meld of different things, so he had, like, human attributes, obviously, but he, the wings and, like, the feet and stuff, I definitely got a Jersey, like, a Jersey Devil vibe from him, and then all of a sudden you got to his head, and it was like, well, where the fuck did that come from? (laughs) I I just think it's crazy, especially in his face, the amount of detail in the makeup Mm -hmm. in his face, like, the, like, the lines in his face and the design, and... The, the way the hood comes up and all of that and the colors used, which I think the design was changed slightly into the second one. Not too much, but it's slightly different. It doesn't look exact. Yeah. Um, but the second one, too, when we get into talking about that, there's really cool details that you could discuss in the makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the second one, the practical effects that they used were a lot better. Like, I liked certain parts a little bit more. I I'll, think, I'll talk about Yeah, we'll talk about that, that when we get into the second one. But, um... Yeah, I think that there's a lot of great aspects to this film. Is it a perfect movie? No movie is a perfect movie. This probably isn't even in my top ten, but it is a great film. And I think it's a good movie for anybody who who is interested in horror or even suspense. Yeah, I've it's people... not it's, it's not something that's going to like be, oh my god, this is so scary. But it is going to be something that can get you into something get you into it you know you'll get into this movie while watching it yeah i've had people that don't even really like horror too much talk about this movie with me Mm -hmm. and they're very much like oh yeah i I love that movie which i think is kind of cool i think it's cool too that they were able to make a successful creature movie at that time because i feel like creature movies these days for the most part really don't do as well as they once did Mm. I feel like the creature era is more like forty, thirties, oh, yeah, like thirties to maybe the mid eighties, and then it became all about like slashers. And well, the thing is, is I think the reason why this movie did work as a creature film was that it, he wasn't just a creature. It wasn't mm-hmm. like he was some alien or you know whatever. He, it, it was very much it followed the followed the vibe of a slasher. Mm-hmm. And then it just added in that he's also a creature. So I think that's why it was so successful and still really creepy. Because I feel like on this one especially, I feel like we definitely switched roles. Because I'm usually like, I hate creatures. Like, this yeah. is stupid. <laughs> you know, but this one, I feel like it worked. And that's rare for me because I'm not a big creature person. And, unless it's those older movies because that was that era. And I can appreciate that. Yeah. One, uh, one decision I like that they made for uh, as far as like writing the movie and everything was making the main character's siblings. And the reason that they did that was to not have any, like, sexual tension between them. They wanted to really focus on the creature. So it kind of... It didn't take away from the story at all. Like, you weren't getting that romance subplot in the movie. It was just strictly, like, we need to get away. Mm -hmm. That's what's important. I like that they did that, too. And I I think that by them doing that, they developed two extremely strong characters. Mm -hmm. And I I think that, like, Jason Long's character, he was... Justin Justin Long. Justin Long, sorry. 
Um, How dare you? <laughs> his his he's a very strong character throughout the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Like he has his like his lapses of judgment and his small like mental breaks, but Well I'd say the biggest lapse in judgment is the fact that they went back to look down the fucking pipe. Yeah. <laughs> obviously. I feel that, like at the end of the day, like if it was me in this situation, then yes, I'd probably die if I was in this movie. I'd wanna know that I did the right thing and I was the good person who went back to make sure that They were already okay. blood soaked. Bye. <laughs> I don't know. Beta I, got I the death like... in the family dog out the door. <laughs> See you later. We'll have to post that. a picture of the death of the family dog so everybody knows what we're talking about. <laughs> nah, I, I thought it was a good choice. And I do agree that the characters are very strong. And I like that they have these strong characters, but they made it so, spoiler alert, Justin Long's character dies. And I think that was really important because it shows, like, you can have these strong characters, but in the end, the creeper is still going to... And Trish survived, didn't she? Trisha survived, yeah. So, that see, that, that like, bugged me because, like, although both characters were important in the movie, I feel like Justin Long was the main character. In my... The way that I took it, he seemed more of a main character than Trish. And a more important character, and it's like he, he had every single aspect of a final girl. <laughs> But he had a dick, so that killed him, I think, yeah, that, the end. It definitely <laughs> takes away from the final girl. My biggest... My His rose biggest, tattoo added to it, though. It's true. My biggest pet peeve in this entire movie was her inability to shift her own fucking car. Yes! I pointed that out when we were watching Own this. fucking car. We were, like, watching her struggling to shift it. But, like, oh. five minutes before that scene, maybe ten minutes before that scene... Justin Long's like, should you take my car, not your car? And it's like, yeah. that's your car, bitch. How do you not know how to drive stick? It's your car. Not only that, but it's like, she couldn't shift it when she needed to. But like, at the end of the movie, where she's going back and forth to run the creeper over, she's like, reverse, back up, run him over, put it in drive, go forward, run him over. And I'm like, but even now that, you have a problem. <laughs> you can hear the clutch, like, that shit was like, yeah. And you're just like, oh my God, you guys are definitely both going to die. You're not making it out of here because you can't fucking drive. <laughs> That's why, like, that is why I, like, this whole That's the movie... moral of the story. That's what you were supposed to take out of it. <laughs> make sure you know how to drive your car before you go on a backcountry road where you might die. It's just like... Don't go to Texas. <laughs> this whole movie, like, and, and I, I said it, I was telling them before, like, when we were watching it, it gives me such anxiety. And it's like... Not many movies do that, and I think that's why I appreciate this one so much is because it, it really gets to me. Such a good build-up. And it, it does. It's got this phenomenal build-up, and it gets to me on, like, it it just makes my, it makes my blood pressure go through the roof. It has to, because it just, like, everything about it, you're like, no! Like, what <laughs> the fuck are you doing? Get out of there. Like, you're fucking, first off, like, you have a, a hoopty. And you want to take the scenic route home on spring break. So you're, you let's take the junker on the scenic route instead of just jumping right on the highway. And then on top of that, like, you don't know how to drive. You got a shitty Nokia. <laughs> the Nokia took me over the edge when they, she was like, you don't have service on your phone. And I'm like, yeah, Nokia wouldn't let you down like that. No, no, dude, it, would, no, it wasn't service. What it was is, a, oh, your phone's dead. He's like, well, I have. Charges is like, well, my cigarette lighter doesn't work. Again, should have taken his car. What a sequence of events. Fucking asshole. <laughs> everything, everything was. Dude, this was set no, up. No, this is the real. The, the real moral of the story is always take Justin Long's car. Don't Hands turn around to down. look in the pipe. That's what I would say the moral Absolutely. of the story is. I disagree. 
Because that guy was after them. He wasn't he after wasn't, them until they went he down He wasn't the until they turned around because when they turned around, Justin Long made eye contact with him and that was what spurred the whole thing. It was the eye contact that they made because the creeper turns around and they locked eyes and it was on after that. And that, like, they touch base more on, like, well, his sense and stuff like that in the second one. But You guys can say what you want. All I'm saying is if he didn't turn around and look in the pipe, we wouldn't have this great movie. So there you go. I mean, yeah. I agree. I think that's the final thought on this movie. Yeah, one part that I liked about uh, the movie, I think my favorite part is when uh, you first see the creeper like kill somebody, and it was with the cops, and he's like eating the tongue of the cops like head, and in the background there's the billboard, and it says "tastes so darn good," and it's like the billboard for the diner. I thought that that was funny. I would recommend it. Yeah, no, I think that any horror fan should definitely watch this. I think that this is a an important movie in horror. I think it's it's great for its time. I think it made creatures work in the 2000s, and I think that was important. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was something that I feel like a lot of horror directors were either not doing or they were not they weren't doing it as successful. Um, I'm not a huge fan of like The Grudge and the Ring, which I would consider those to be creature-esque movies as well and I just I, I that's just not my personal style of horror movie I think that this movie was ext- I just I, I just think it was really good I think it was a solid film soundtrack soundtrack um the song Jeepers Creepers, oh, Jeepers Creepers yeah that um the ending song that Here Comes the Boogeyman which was a, the original title of the movie I like Jeepers Creepers better I, like I do Here too Com- I like Here Comes the Boogeyman I thought really that, I think yeah. Jeepers Creepers though is like such a unique um, just such a unique title because like how many mov- movies are about a boogeyman or have the word boogeyman in it like this was unique Jeepers yeah. Creepers like you know it's gonna be about something weird and it I, was <laughs> I like those songs in the movie but the rest of the soundtrack I feel like it was straight out of like an Indiana Jones movie it was very yeah. like adventure it, it, was, like, the, it <laughs> added to the whole the, anxiety thing in the movie I think though at the same time though it was kind of an adventure like, it was a terrible adventure, but not all adventures are good. That's a lie that Indiana Jones teaches you. Sometimes you die. I don't know, homeboy was... I, I, you can definitely, and we talked about this, but the whole, um, the Jeepers Creepers song, song that, like, the whole... Jeepers Yeah, Creepers. first off, that song is, it gives me the creeps. It Jeepers. does. But, Insidious ripped that shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, at the end of this movie, the Creeper is... You know, like sitting doing whatever. Little, yeah, and he's like playing the classical music, and the lighting is all like red, like dark red lighting, and it totally was like straight, like Insidious straight took that for the end of their movie. Yeah, at least Seth Maul wasn't in it. That's true. That's exactly how I feel about that. <laughs> we'll touch that on another date. <laughs> New title for Insidious: Jeepers Creepers featuring Darth Maul. <laughs> Jeepers Creepers Four: The Return of Darth Maul. Um, I'm kind of excited for the third one because they said that in the third one they're going to be going over the creature's origins. Yeah. That's what I, I was going to ask. I, I don't remember it touching base on no, its origins. No, it gave much. the lore with it that every 23 days it comes but out. not where it or came every, from. every 23, 23 years, years it comes out for 23, for 23 days, days and blah, it gets blah, to blah, It's blah. something Why 23? basically. 20, nobody likes you when you're 23. Watch. Makes no sense. Watch he's the movie a Blink number fan, obviously. He's a Jim Carrey fan. No, he's a Blink fan. I like Blink better than Jim Carrey, so there you go. 
Dylan just took feels He's personally like, no, victimized by that. Eternal spot, sunshine and the spotless mind is the greatest movie ever made. That was you falling off a cliff yelling that. Please don't cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> um, I one thing I do want to touch on is I think that this did a phenomenal job with lighting. Yeah. The whole movie had like killer like natural lighting. Like, the scenes in the fields and, like, some of their scenes just, like, outside of the church and, like, the, like, you said with him when he was, when he fell down the pipe, mm-hmm. just, like, the use of lighting. And even the one thing that I really liked about that whole aspect of it was that even in the darker scenes, like, when they're underground or they're in his, like, his, his secret lair, if you will. Lair. Um, the back cave. Is that the lighting, the lighting quality was still good. Because a lot of those movies, and it's a big pet peeve of mine, is that when they're, they're films that are done in, like, darker areas. It's hard to get. It's, it's hard green. to see. It's not even that it's grainy. It's just hard to see. And it, like, it takes away from stuff for me. And that, I think, I think that they did, like, even when he's, like, shining the flashlight around. That, see, that's, that's my favorite lighting. Because I think that's what made it so creepy- in that end Are you scene. talking about when he's in the in the in jail the actual, cell? Oh, okay. I thought no. you were talking about when he was in. The oh lighting. no, I was thinking. I was talking about the jail cell because like you're only you're only seeing what the cop is seeing, mm-hmm. and that's scary because it's putting you in that position it's that the cop it is almost in. Almost interactive. Exactly, it's very interactive. Um, I think the scene where he goes down the pipe, um, is really interesting because the way that I took it when watching it is that he's walking and you can see what's behind him and it's dark. He's not seeing what's behind him, but you can see the bodies up the wall. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he's quite realized it yet. And then he realizes. Yeah. And it's like, Oh fuck, but you already knew. And it's such a slow thing too. Cause it like yeah. slowly comes it to like, light. Pans, like yeah. it pans up and you can see it. And it's like, I think what it was like 200 dead bodies. There's like, a lot. Yeah. And they were all like mounted to the wall. It was really crazy. But, um, yeah, I think I think that that scene was really interesting just for the fact that it let us see what he hasn't seen yet. It kind of gives you like a preview of what's to come. Uh, and I think that that was a really cool thought to put in there. I think my biggest takeaway from the movie, like what really made the movie for me was the setting. Like you're like you're in this middle of nowhere, the fields and like the very like it's the middle of nowhere. Like, it's very creepy. And then the only place it's they get Maysville. to... The only place they get to is that diner. And it's, like... To me, it was that rundown diner that, like, if you're just passing, you're not stopping at that diner. I highly recommend it if you ever find it. I don't know. But that was really what made the, the movie for me. It was just, like, the isolation, I guess. Like, there's no help around. And then any help that does come, any cops that come, like, there's really no protection at that point. And the cops, like, even the cops kind of, like, brushed them off as, because they weren't locals almost. It was like, okay, these kids are just, you know. Little shitheads. Yeah, they're they're fucking off. The people at the diner, too. Like, they go in, they're like, oh, there's bodies everywhere. They're covered in blood. And even the lady working at the diner, they're like, can you call the cops? And she's just like, what? No, what? Like, whatever. (laughs) I, okay, I really liked the psychic. I thought it was an interesting thing. I think it was really interesting, too. And the fact that, like. She, like, she goes on and she's, like, explaining that she doesn't know why she sees these things, but she sees them. And, you know, she knew to call him. And, like, I, I thought that was really cool because this kid's having, like, a full-on fucking nervous and breakdown. Nobody, he, nobody believes him. And all of a sudden this fucking phone rings and he's... Well, I think it was cool, too, because it basically gave you the whole rest of the plot. Like, she calls and she's like, have you seen the cat yet? 
So you know something's gonna happen with cats. And then she's like, I see a dark place and like old music playing. And you're kind of like, the whole movie, like even when they're in the jail, you're like, well, what's gonna happen? Because she said she saw a yeah. dark place. I, it added thing. to it. And that's, mm-hmm. I really like the supernatural thing aside, this was an extremely strong storyline. Mm-hmm. And I, I really think that there was, there were some cheesy parts of it, sure. I think that's all horror movies. And that's just my opinion. I, I can tend to find at least one cheesy thing about it where I would have personally been like, absolutely not, I'm out. But this was just like the whole story was just it was extreme it was a strong story it probably would have been a good book it's just like there was so and i i have to say a movie that strikes up a reaction within me to feel a certain way like whether it's true fear or true anxiety or something like that it, that's the, that's what I'm drawn to. I want something that gives me some sort of, like, physical, other than a fucking jump scare, yeah. something, like, physical to take from it. Like, holy shit, I don't know what I would do in that. And this does it. I mean, it'll it'll get your heart pumping. And I think the only, one of the other, one other movie, and you guys have covered this one already, and I wasn't on that episode, but Strangers did that for me. Yeah. Strangers did that for Dylan too. And oh. the entire, like, that is a movie that I literally, I cannot watch unless I have People that are going to be staying in my house yeah. overnight. Or anything and, with aliens. Yeah, I can't do aliens either. E.T. Sh- scarred me for fucking We'll be life. doing an alien episode later this year. <laughs> but um, I just, it was such a strong, it was a strong story. I mean, it's, it's again, it's not my favorite horror movie that I've ever seen. But it's for what movie. it was, it's definitely, it's a fun movie. Like, if you want something that's going to make you go, this is, this is why... This is why you guys are going to do it. This is how I'm going to suggest it. This is how I'm going to suggest it. Sit down with your pals. None of you have seen it yet. Watch it together. Have some popcorn and enjoy it. Because it's if that I, I'm going to say that's probably going to be the best way to watch it. The most fun way to watch it. Yep. And that is how we watched it. We watched it all together. Mm-hmm. Or you can be serious and fall asleep during it. Begin the rating. Rating! You go first, dear. My rating. Let me really think about this. I'm going to give it a... Um, I think that the storyline is super solid. Uh, I definitely recommend it to anyone, anyone who hasn't seen it yet, or even if you have, watch it again. It's fun. Um, The makeup of the creature specifically was really good. The rest of the makeup, eh, you know, whatever. Or, like, special effects, eh, whatever. What about that belly tattoo? The belly tattoo (laughs) gets three points, hands down. If you tattoo Justin Long's belly rose on you, you can be on an episode of Horror Haven. (laughs) So 7.2? 7.2. Yo, Dylan, I will pay for it if you get it done. Dude, you could totally pull it off. You've got that scrawny Justin Long look. I will, I'll anyway. pay for it. Jeez. We, this will be a live feed in a future episode, Oh my everybody. god, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Dylan's first tattoo. I'd support it. I'd stay married to you. Alright, so my rating on this. So it's got a nostalgic feel for me. And even though I've seen it a bunch of times, it's still a movie that still gives me the same emotions watching it over again that I had the first time I saw it. And I think that's why I enjoy it so much. And like I said, if you want something that's going to make you need like some medication afterwards for your anxiety, (laughs) this is probably it. 
So I'm going to give it a solid seven. I think that an even seven is about fair for this movie. And I think that if you haven't seen it, you'd really enjoy it. So check it out. For all the reasons I said, I think that it has very strong parts to it. What really took away from me, like I said, is the supernatural aspect. If it had stuck with the same feel as the first third of the movie, I probably would have enjoyed it a lot more. But it did have things throughout, like I said, setting, lighting, like the way it was filmed in general was very great. I think I'm going to give it a 6.6. That's fair. So the Horror Haven rating is... Horror Haven rating is 6.93. 6.93. So 6.9. Okay. I think that's fair. No, I think that's very fair. Um, It's actually very similar to like the Rotten Tomatoes, or not Rotten Tomatoes, IMDb's rating was 6.1, so it's pretty, pretty close there. All right, so we asked everybody on Instagram to give their ratings for this movie, and the ratings that you guys gave it were an average of 8 out of 10. So you guys gave it higher ratings than us. While talking about the ratings on Instagram, I want to give a shout-out to Delise Mojo, uh, who always gives really great um, feedback on any of our posts. Um, She wrote a really in-depth review on the movie. Uh, Definitely, if you see that post, go check it out and read it. Um, I think that she hit on some things that we may have left out, but um, she seems like a really cool person, and she's always uh, on our Instagram commenting. So, uh, yeah, thank you. You're the best. On to number two. Every 23rd spring. What's it doing up there? For 23 days. I had a dream. He was trying to warn all of us. This thing has been around for thousands of years. Nothing has been able to kill it. It gets to eat. There are two classes of people now. What the will be eaten and the won't be eaten. Welcome to day 23. We thought it was trying to come in, but this freaking thing was making sure we couldn't get out. All you kids, get down! Jeepers Creepers 2 was released almost exactly two years later on August 29th, 2003. The director is still that scumbag, Victor Salva. (laughs) And this one is a little bit different than the first one. This one follows a bus of kids that are returning home from a football game. Right? It was football. Yep. Yeah. From a football game. And they end up getting a flat tire. When they get out to change the tire, they realize that it has been... It had a ninja blade made out of fucking claws. Legit a fucking ninja star made out of claws. No, I don't think it was claws. I want to say it was sharpened bone. Whatever. It was a fucking ninja star. Yeah, it was a ninja star that had um, punctured a hole in the tire. Uh, They fix the tire. They continue driving. It happens again. From that point, the creeper, or the creep, is it just a creep? I don't know. Either or. I've been saying both. The creeper starts taking out the kids and coaches one by one. Oh, I forgot the whole beginning part. Yeah, there's a farmer whose son was taken by the creeper. By the creeper in the beginning of the movie, and he's kind of he's sitting around, uh, basically checking the police scanners and listening for any sign of the creep, so that he can go get his revenge for it taking his son. And he ends up coming to the rescue with the kids on the bus later on in the movie. Oh, he tries to come to the rescue. Yeah. That thing's indestructible, though. So my biggest complaint with this movie, I have two, actually. One was that I feel like it went on for fucking ever. It didn't develop the characters either. Yeah, that too. We'll we'll get into that. But I felt like it went on for fucking ever. Like, 
I checked the time on the movie because this was my first time watching it. I never cared to watch it because I've heard that it's just really not that great. But the Dookie Bomb. <laughs> I it was my first time watching it, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, all right, well, this has to almost be over. And I check, and we were 40 minutes into the movie, which is like an hour and 45 minutes long. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And I kept checking it, and it felt like so much had happened. And it's like, nope, only 10 minutes. And not in a good way. No. (laughs) Um, My second is, this is a bus full of high school kids. Why did this creature have such a fucking problem getting in there and killing them it could have just taken i think the he was whole, playing with them it could have taken the whole bus down if it wanted maybe to. he was full it was the last day of his cycle no it it goes well when they were <laughs> talking about <laughs> it it has to period. do it's jesus christ <laughs> it's the whole fear thing and that's like he that's what he senses from you to figure out like what part of you he wants to take so I think that maybe it hindered his ability to sense that through, like, the bus. You know what's funny, though? Because he was licking the windows of the school bus, <laughs> and that that was my favorite part. You know what, I, though? This movie kind of also contradicts that whole thing, too, because first it's like, oh, he um, he senses fear so like, he can figure out what part of you he wants to eat, and then it turns in, no, 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 no. He eats the parts of you he needs to regenerate. Yeah. So it kind of changes it halfway through the movie. Maybe it's both. This, this, okay, for me, this movie, it, it lacked everything that I loved about the first one. Yeah. So it didn't have the buildup for me that the first one had. I think it had <laughs> unrealistic characters. Yeah, but like the, the creep, he, he attacks the kid in like the first fucking 10 minutes of the movie, if that, and drags him off, which, if the little shit would have just. Put his hands up, he'd have slipped out of his shirt, and we wouldn't have had the whole second movie, and I wouldn't have to spend an hour and 45 minutes watching this. That first scene was creepy, though. I like that it... And was, when I think Jeepers Creepers, I think that fucking Scarecrow. Him on the fucking Scarecrow post. And that was literally, like, two minutes of the movie. Yeah. That. And that... that And I, I'll give you that. That is... That was, a, that was a solid scene, and it held a lot of the qualities of the first movie... But it, it just went downhill after that. I mean, even the lighting in that scene. That was the best lighting in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Was the lighting in that scene. It was very, like, sunset. Like, yeah, and it, it was not, like, you could tell it was natural lighting. It wasn't, it was like... It hour. It was just, like, it was really nice cinematical shots. It was great. And then it went to shit. And it's not, like... It's not the worst movie I've ever seen, and I don't want to sit here and, like, bash it and say that it was garbage and, like, blah, blah, blah. It had strong points, it did, but, and one of those strong points is that I think that it did well of developing the tension between all of the students on the bus, and you, you got to see their, their breakdown of going from, because when you think of a football team, you think of, like, they're a solid unit. They work together. That's that's but what they... They were kind of out for themselves. But then you more. have Scott, that piece of shit. <laughs> and Scott's just... He's a, he's a douche. Mm-hmm. He, isn't, he even looks like... He looks like a douchebag. Yeah, but that nerd guy got him back. I'm not letting you on my fucking bus. <laughs> and can we just discuss... They were the tiniest football players I've ever seen. <laughs> not like those Rondout Valley boys. I, I like the scene, like you said, when he licks the bu- the bus window. He's upside love- down and he's like, eh. No, I don't. Not that part. But they're like, 
is he looking at us and he like winks at them and no, then he's he like pointing the, uh, yeah. he, he winks at that specific guy and then later on the guy's like you saw him looking at you he wants you you need to get off the bus like, wow, that's fucked well, up, Well, because he's hanging there, and they're all in a line on the school bus, and he's, like, swiping left like yeah. he's on Tinder. He's <laughs> like, yeah, you, get on out. Next. And they're just fucking, like, they're popping up, and then he gets to the last guy, and he's like, yeah, <laughs> you, I want that man meat. And you're just like, Jesus Christ, like, what did this just turn into? Uh, one big takeaway that I had from this was I feel like the practical effects in this movie were a lot better than the first at some parts. Like, mm. specifically when he eats the one guy's head and you just see, like, the it outline of the head come up and mm-hmm. you see it, like, pushing through the skin and, it and it sprouts comes up. from yeah. the neck hole. Yeah, that, that part. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that part really stood out to me. I thought that that was very well done and it was cool to see how this creature is able to regenerate the body parts. I... I agree with you on that, and I disagree. I think the first time that you see the the creature when they're on the bus, and it like first like the girl starts backing up and she's staring, and they're like, Whoa. like, and then they realize he looks like he has a mask on. No, I I don't think that the creep himself is, but I just it mean like just the special else, yeah. the special effect. Um, the one thing better. I do have to say about the creep specifically about his um about the second one. I loved when he was breathing through his nose. Not only did his nostrils flare, but the the center of his nose, it's like split, where yeah. the cartilage is, it splits and it opens and breathes too. It was really interesting, and I've never seen a design like that before on no. a, on any sort of creature. And again, it goes to the the practical effects being a lot. Who more did the makeup for this? I'm not sure. I'm googling it. One of the things that I liked is that they um they kept with the theme of having a psychic. Yes. And I, I like that. I didn't even know she was a psychic. Did you no. recognize her? What is she from? She Wait! Was... Let me say it. No, Let because I Googled it and I still was like, dude, what the fuck? I couldn't don't find get, it. Don't, don't have to get close to the mic. She was the demon Meg from the God damn it, yes demon it was. Meg from Supernatural. I do know that I could not find that when I was Googling it. It did right. not pull up at hey, all. Hey, heads up, fans of the show were huge Supernatural fans. I don't was, like it, fuck you. I said to Kyle, I was like, I swear to God, I was like, she's in something. And Kyle's like, yeah, I can't figure it out. And I'm like, hold on, IMDB, give me a second. I'll have this figured out in a second. Nope. Negative. Could not. And I was like, I know her from something. And I like, it, seriously, it ate at me for like a good hour and a half last night. Like, couldn't, couldn't get past it. I think what it what made this movie not as entertaining for me was it didn't have the sh- strong characters that the first one did. No, it didn't. And, and I felt like their characters were very exaggerated. Not all of them, but, like, the main guy in it, what was his name, the douchebag? Scott. 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 He was such an unrealistic character where Justin Long in the first one was such a realistic character to me. A personable, yeah. Yeah, like, it was somebody yeah. that... I feel like a horror movie is better when you can relate and like the character because you get yeah. invested in it and you're like, I love him to die. With Scott, you were like, please. Kill this awesome. fucking asshole. Please, brutally I, murder this I, man. The, the thing about it, too, is that kind of irks me, is that it's so hard to do that in a movie when you try and have so many... Like, so they're, they're in a fucking... They're abandoned on the side of the road in a bus, okay? So there's a ton of, honestly, like, main characters. There's a ton of characters. And when you do that, like, you can't, you, there's no you way to develop. focus and develop on just, and they, they tried it, they tried it with the girl, and they tried it with 
with Scott and it's still just like, it didn't flow. It didn't feel now natural. It, there was a lot of scenes to me that almost felt like they were forced just to kind of give you mm-hmm. that very, development. Even with the, the farmer dad, I feel like they were all just very stereotypical two-dimensional characters. Yeah. There's and, no... Yeah. And I feel like there was no real plot development in it either. It was literally like, there was, it started out with a different story at the farm and that family, which could have been an interesting story on its own. Mm-hmm. And then it goes to these kids on the bus. And they literally, let me tell you, this bus take this movie takes place on a bus. Like 90% of this movie takes place on a bus. Not even a moving bus. A stalled out bus in the middle of the road. You don't even get that speed. Like there's bus. nothing going on. It's it's very boring. Uh, like th- that's all I can really say about it. Where as much as I loved and raved on about the first one, I feel the very opposite about this one. I don't think it's the worst thing in the world, but it... I honestly don't know how how much I'd recommend it. I don't think I would recommend it. I, it no, I mean, like, if you were like, hey, it's free, I'm bored, would you watch it? I'd be like, I mean, I watched it once. I feel like it's one of those movies. I made it through. I feel like it's one of those movies that you'd like watch on sci-fi when you have off one day and there's nothing else on I TV. feel like my dad would like this movie. Probably. I feel very disappointed that I paid to rent it. <laughs> And it's like, and it, it, for me, it, okay, so it was the first time I watched this. I, that, I'm hashtagging that. That's going to be my, my, my permanent hashtag. Is, <laughs> this is the first, this is the first, first time, time I watched this. this. So I, and I, I expressed my, my love for Jeepers Creepers and, and how I, I felt about the first one. So I was pretty amped for the second one. And that's how you, that, that's how you knew you, you know, were, and were doing this wrong. Kyle and I tend to, Kyle's my husband. And he tends to watch the movies with me. And he's a he's a horrible critic on movies. Like, nothing will ever be good enough. I was talking and- to him last <laughs> weekend, and he's like, you're lucky you don't have me on your show, because even if it was the best movie I've ever seen, I'd be like, it's a two. I was like, and that's, okay. that's him, because he, like, he's so... He he criticizes the shit out of everything. My dad's like And yeah. it's very... It's, it irks me. But, like, this... The, he went on about this movie, like, it personally victimized him. <laughs> and he was like, it's garbage. And he's like, I hate it. And he I'm was, just like, like, mad at us for even considering Considering, yeah, exactly. Show. Like, for the whole weekend. We hang out with him a lot. So for the whole weekend, he's like, I can't believe you're doing that fucking movie. And I'm like, dude, so, we well, got like, to. Last night, he was like, hey, let's let's watch some of the other movies for, like, other episodes. And I'm like, nah, I really gotta watch this one. And it, like, it was, like, pulling teeth. And I'm like, it can't be that, it can't be that bad. Like, I don't think it was as bad as he made out to be. It not be that, that bad. From the guy who's been binge-watching The 100 all weekend, I it can't be that bad. <laughs> I don't know. I don't mind The 100. But <laughs> so, so we watched it last night, and I, I really thought it was just him being him and being, like, overdramatic about it. And it wasn't, like, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. Yeah. It really isn't. You can definitely make it through this movie. But I, like, there were so many awesome fucking aspects about the first one, yeah. and I felt like they really could have developed this. The, even, like I said before, even some of the cheesier things in, in Jeepers Creepers 1, it was such a strong story. And then you go into this one and it's like, what the fuck were you thinking? Like, it doesn't even have, it doesn't have a strong story. It felt rushed. But again, like Dylan said, it was a rushed movie that you felt like took forever to get over. And it was yeah. just, it was frustrating. One thing I will give this movie is it didn't take a cheesy route for the sequel. Like, a lot of movies, like, 
for example, I brought it up before, Wrong Turn came out around the time the first one did, and Wrong Turn 2, you start getting that very, like, cheesy feel to it, and I feel like any horror movie, really, you start to get That's a movie I haven't even thought about in years. Wrong Turn. Any horror movie, though, like, the sequels, a lot of the time, they aren't really, I mean, I, I, it's very rare that a sequel is as good as the first, but they do go that cheesy route, and this one didn't do that. I don't think it went, I, and I don't think it's a, I don't think it's cheesy. That's just it. I don't think it's a cheesy movie. I, I it's a B movie. It is, and it's not. It was it what it was straight. It wasn't it straight to like. No, it was in theaters. Was it in theaters? Yeah. This movie. I hope what that nobody gross in theaters. Can you? Um, I can fact check that, out that for because you. I need to know this. Because like I, I I feel like it did not. It didn't go the cheesier out, but it, again there was. It felt almost like it was one of those things where they did a sequel just to do a sequel. And if you, if from the research that I did on it and that I came across is that they wrote Jeepers Creepers 1 the way that they did so that there wouldn't be a sequel. Yeah. And then opted to do one. And, and it, it did was... it like a loophole because they said, the guy who made it, so hold on, just before I get into that, um, the budget for the movie was $17 million, the box office was $63 million. Oh, so it made some good money then. It did make some good money, yeah, but... Again, how much of that is riding off of how big the first one was. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that, um, that people were very excited for it. Yeah. But, yeah. So, when they made the first one, the guy who made it, um, he made it so that the creep can only come out every 23 years so that they wouldn't be able to make a sequel. Then decided to make a sequel and made it the loophole. Okay, well, we'll make it take place on the last day of the same cycle. I hope this next one is, like, futuristic. Like, it's not just, like, now- it's like forty six years from now. No, I wouldn't want that. And there's like hover cars. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I mean, mean, if you're gonna it, it make would, the second one shitty, you might as well make the third one really shitty. It would have to take place at least at the twenty three mark because at the end of this one, the it was guy, the, last day. the guy has the uh, the creep hanging on his. Yeah, it was two thousand and three. And well, 2001, we'll say it's taking place because it's supposed to take place at the end. Yeah, yeah but at the end, the old man said that it was the tw- that was the new that was the 23rd year. Yeah. So that they so, would have to take it from the end of that. Yeah, it would have to come. It had to take place in 2024. So let's discuss that since you brought it up. the The end of the movie, I actually thought was really interesting. Um, the farmer ends up keeping the creature, hanging it in his barn, and charging people to see. The bat hell bat, hell. the bat out of hell. Which the original title for this movie was called "Like a Bat Out of Hell." So it would have been "Here Comes." He the was Boogie a huge Man. meatloaf fan. Here comes the boogeyman, like a bat out of hell. That yeah. would be a cool concept. I do like that. I did like the ending though. I thought it was good. I, th- I, I like how they were like, "Oh, are you waiting for something?" And he's like, three "Yeah, more about days. three days." Yeah. <laughs> I did, and this is I. I couldn't quite tell, but at the end when he was driving the stake through the creek. Mm-hmm. And he's looking at him. Are those his? Um, are those uh, Derry's eyes? That's a good question. Because it looks like sense. them, but I couldn't quite tell. It was the lighting. I had a hard time, like. Well, I think it's too. It's hard to tell whose eyes they are based on what face they're in. You know. I did. I'm... Yeah, but they did. They made it a point to point out, like, to do a lot of shots on oh. how green his eyes were. They also showed him without his eyes in the. In the psychic's vision, in, when they're at the farm, 
They showed it. At, yeah, they showed it at the um, the end too. I do like that Justin Long came back for that though. I wasn't expecting it because, like I said, it was my first time watching. I was it super and, excited. Yeah, when it showed, and I love that whole part. I will say that that's one of the parts I did love. That whole like, Sierra said it was very dreamy. When he but was, it was pointing like, her. Yeah, but he's like pointing and he's, he's like, pointing, and then it sh- they keep driving, and then he's like, ahead of them again, and it keeps going back and forth between him and the bloody kid from the beginning of the movie. Yeah, I thought that that was a very cool thing. Like I said, the serial when we were watching it, like I'm very much into like psychological horror and shit, and it, it gave me that kind of feel too. Yeah, no, I I agree. I think that was that was one of my favorite scenes, and um, I think that that one was another one that was done well. And the use of lighting in that as well, because it was, again, it goes back to that kind of like sunset, kind of hazy, but it had a dreamlike feel to it. Mm-hmm. I think that was one of the only good scenes in this movie. I don't know. I'm like, I feel bad because like, I, I, like I literally went on for like 20 minutes, like solo about the first movie and this one. I'm like, nah. I did good. not like the scene where at the end when he was, the creep was popping. I fucking, <laughs> I was cracking. He was like a dolphin jumping yeah. out of the water. Sarah didn't know what it was, what was happening at first the first time he did it, and I fucking lost it. And she's like, what was that? And I was like, he's literally fucking hopping, and then he does it again. And he just keeps doing it and doing it, and I'm like, oh my fucking god. No one had the genius question, though. The guy's leg was broken. If the creeper ate his legs, would he regenerate a broken leg? Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Because that's what I thought was going to happen, because he was like, the, creep's leg, the creeper's leg was missing. And the guy's leg was fucked up, and I was like, wouldn't it be cool if he ate the guy, but his leg was fucked up because the guy's leg was fucked yeah. up? But I don't know. That's a really good question, though. You would think that the creeper would be stuffed by the time, you know, he got to the end of it. Like, he ate a lot of people. Yeah, but it's got to sustain him for 23 years. It's like hibernating, like when bears eat a lot of stuff. I learned about that in Dr. Doolittle, too. I'm pretty sure that that guy... But that creature, it's like, like you can't kill it, I'm pretty sure, because he, like, stabbed the shit out of it. Yeah. Um, they said that that's going to be brought up in the third one, whether or not the creature can be killed and how I hope it that the creature done. comes back from the barn. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping it picks up right where that... Where it left off. Yeah. Like, three days later? Yeah. I think that would be cool. Mm-hmm. I agree. I'm excited to see, because Trish is coming back for it, so I'm excited to see... Oh, what they, really? Yeah. That's really, I couldn't really, I didn't really see, like, too much on it. I was, I wanted to read it, but I didn't, because I'm like, do I want, like, do I want to ruin it? <laughs> he likes to spoil everything. No, I just came across it when, uh, yeah, but I haven't like been following, I'm not a big, I'm not really huge on Jeepers Creepers, so. It, yeah, I know, you weren't excited about this one. I, I think that it. I'm glad we did it, I, I enjoyed the first one. Um, I really, again, I just, I, the strong one is a very, very strong movie, and I honestly, it, despite everything with the second one, I would I still am interested in seeing the third one. Mm-hmm. And I hope that they go back to that strong storyline. And if they're doing sort of like an origins thing, I think that there's so much stuff that they well, can cover. You know, well, the, the guy thing- who makes it too said that the third one, he plans on making it like the scariest. He said he's going like a straight horror route with it. So I'm excited the, to see The thing is though too, is like, I feel like the, uh, the second one was obviously way more rushed. So the first one was, like, his original idea, so I'm sure he took time to develop that story, and that's probably why it turned out to be as good as it was. And then the second one came out two years later, which is not a long time span at all, especially to write a full idea out, film it, get it out there. Well, two years is a normal span for movies, and I mean, you also have those movies, too, like Friday the 13th and so on stuff, where they were coming out every year, but like you said, like, he had no plans after the first so one. So that's what I'm saying, though, is yeah. that he's, yeah. he literally rushed it. 
to put it out. And I think it's because Jeepers Creepers probably did better than what he was expecting. Probably, yeah. Probably made a nice cash profit off of it. So I'm sure that that inspired the second movie, which that also made a decent cash profit, but... Didn't do as well with fans. It should, yeah, exactly. Like, it wasn't... The only reason it did, it made a, a decent cash profit is that people were excited because they liked the first one and they went out and saw it and it probably did not get good reviews when they left. Now, I do want to say, like, we did have people saying that they did like this movie and there are people that do like it. We are kind of, like, hazing it a little bit, but it's just our opinion. Like, we we know that there are people that... And, and that's the thing is, is but like, with with our podcast, we, we do make it a point to try and cover movies that we don't necessarily like or maybe that we don't necessarily know. Because we want to be able to cover things that different people are interested in, even if it isn't our taste. Again, I'm going to put this out here. There are a lot worse movies, probably, that we've reviewed. Yeah. yeah. Definitely that we've reviewed, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. But it's just, it was just a little on the boring side, and that's honestly my my biggest complaint. Was it just the plot? If if they developed the plot a little bit more, I think it would be be much more successful for me. And definitely, you know, it, it just... Throwing some ideas out there. If anybody listens listens and and thinks differently, definitely give us a message and just kind of tell us how you feel about it. I we love kind of just having that back and forth and seeing everybody's opinions on things. It's it's fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I like I said earlier, my my husband was very anti <laughs> anti this movie, and you know. Um, I don't think that his opinion changed my opinion any on it. I I think that I had similar opinions on it, but it was, I definitely don't. Well, that's why I like hated as much as I thought I was going to. That's why. (laughs) That's why I like too that we've been doing the whole like posting online because I love the discussion and like your guys' input on everything because it's nice to get different views. It's nice to get different views, yeah. And I mean, like we're just if you're listening to this chances are you're somewhat interested in hearing what we have to say about these movies. Mm-hmm. We're just as interested in hearing what you have to say about it, which is why we do post make those posts to see your guys' input on it. I was going through some of them this week, and you feel free to cut this out, but, like, I was going through some of them, and they, they bring up some really good points, and some of them mm-hmm. are, like, things that I, I wouldn't have thought of, mm-hmm. and it's, it's just cool to kind of see, like kind of see that because it's like it, it puts things sometimes in a different light and you're like oh shit yeah <laughs> or it may explain like something that we're like oh we hate this because it doesn't make sense and then somebody else might be able to be hey well it makes total sense this yeah. is why and then maybe like oh you know what you're, you're like, right oh, i'm shit. sorry take that back um you can't always catch everything in a movie and, and that's just part of it i'm sure sometimes we say something stupid just because we didn't catch on or we didn't understand that aspect so Keep and, those ratings coming. Yeah. And I that's think, the moral of it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, and I think that's an important aspect of what we do because the more sides to it you see, the more, I think, the more understanding you get of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we don't always cover movies that we love, but no, a there lot are of times movies, we don't. <laughs> there are movies that people do love that we cover that we didn't like so much. So I like to see what other people took away from it that yeah. maybe I didn't take away from it. So, but. That being said, you guys want to get into ratings for the second Jeepers Creepers? Let's yes. do this, Sierra. Um, I'm going to give this movie a 4.6. Um, it's not the bottom. Like I've, I've rated things way lower than that before. Um, I think it's all right. I think it's decent. Um, just a little boring. It just needed more development. 
I think maybe if he took a couple more years before he released it and really thought about it and added more essence of the first one, I think it would have been a lot more successful for me. I think take, take some characters out and then give the ones that they left in more of a development. Take out Scott, specifically. Yeah. I'm sure the kid's a great actor, but his character sucked. <laughs> I'm going to give it a 4.5. I think that it was... Um, it wasn't what I had hoped it was going to be. Um, I, I amped myself up with kind of that anticipation that I had with the first one and that anxiety and buildup that the first one gave me. So it was, it was a disappointment for me when I didn't get that. Um, like Sirius and Dylan both said, I think that had they maybe X'd a couple characters and just focused more on developing like even four solid characters it would have um it would have been better and i just i overall i think that i would have liked to have seen a better more developed storyline the storyline is what did it for me but props on on more close-ups of the creeper that's one thing that i did like about it is that it it focused a lot more on his face some of the things he did were cheesy but (laughs) But I liked, I did like seeing kind of that, the more reptilian part of him, like the, like Sarah said earlier, like with his nose and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. The, the detail in, in the character himself was really good, so. Dylan. I'm going to give this movie a 4.2. Um, I really enjoyed it for the practical effects that it had. Um, some of the shots were really great, specifically, like we said, the opening scene with the cornfield and the part with Justin Long's character where she, it kept cutting between him and the little boy and she was kind of having that psychic vision about it. Those parts I really enjoyed, but again, it was long, it was very drawn out, and I really didn't care too much about the character, so, so I'm gonna go 4.2. What's our average Horror Haven rating? Our average rating is a 4.4. 4. All right, with that being said, we have gotten some ratings on our Instagram for this movie, which are also reflecting that people did not like this as much as the original. Our Instagram follower followers average 5.6 out of 10. And we also got a bad. Yeah. Somebody I've... didn't even want to rate it. They just said bad. Bad. So whatever 5.6 plus bad is, and then divide that by two, that'll factor it in enough to... Uh... It said, the, the comment is bad. I told a friend to see Wrong Turn 2 because I thought it was decent and had Henry Rollins, which is probably double points for Wrong Turn 2, <laughs> um, in the film. But they accidentally saw Jeepers Creepers 2, and they didn't give it a good review. <laughs> <laughs> you rock, man. Thanks for listening tonight. Um, keep an eye out on our Instagram and our Facebook page at Horror Haven Podcast. Also check out our website, horrorhavenmedia.com, for our future schedules. Um, or any information and updates on the podcast itself. Next week, we'll be uh, discussing some of my favorites. We'll be talking about House of a Thousand Corpses and The Devil's Rejects. Have a good night. (laughs) Have a great night.